Now he's a robot. Yeah, we didn't get like any of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so good. It was really well done. I'm gonna turn Steve back in case that's destroying my internet connection. It's about the intros you don't play. Yeah. It's about the intros you make along the way. Yeah. Um, I also think that like I have this weird feeling that my Wi-Fi card is in the front left armrest on my laptop because sometimes when I put my hand on it, the Wi-Fi gets inexplicably bad. So I've now moved the laptop very slightly to the right, left even. Mm. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode six of Gaming Fix, the only podcast recorded by uh, six friends uh, who know each other from the internet uh, about video games that I can be bothered to listen to. Uh, <laughs> oh, there it goes again. Oh, no. We're back. <laughs> Mr. Roboto has returned. Did I cut out again? Yeah. Right, yes. It might be okay. you really Bluetooth or no, because everything went bad, so never mind. I don't know. Um I'm just gonna move to a wired connection. It'll only take me two seconds. Hey guys. <laughs> Hi. Welcome to episode one of the Cat <laughs> Fix podcast where we talk about fixing cats. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's fix those cats so that don't, they don't reproduce. There aren't any more. <laughs> wow, Andre! Wow. Genocide. That's that's what. We're about. <laughs> oh, okay. oh no! We can't start the podcast talking about genocide. We have to wait until we talk about God of War Four first. I mean, hey, we've been playing Monster Hunter. We've been talking about it for like two, three weeks. I think it's time we get to the the meat of the matter. Have you gotten to chapter four? Is what we're saying. Have you gotten to chapter four in Danganronpa V3? I have not. <laughs> I have not gotten to chapter <laughs> two in Danganronpa two. Every week, every week it gets a mention. <laughs> yeah, that is. But we haven't started the episode yet, so technically. Oh no! It's really this is still it. part of the intro. Don't you worry. <laughs> the full botched intros. Oh yeah. yeah. Hashtag content. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta pad it out. Yeah, another, another week of relaxed on the sofa. We started twenty-five minutes late. Yeah, <laughs> one person oh, down. Oh, I'm just gonna grab my. Sp- speaking of, rest in peace, Pat. <laughs> rest Gone, in peace, not forgotten. Rip peace. in peace. When he's literally just going out to dinner, but you know. To us, <laughs> to, to us, us, he's currently dead. dead. Oh, no. <laughs> he's ripping his back clouds in peace. He's dead to <laughs> us. Yeah, he's dead to us now. Sorry, Pap. Yeah. He's saying Russia Not invited for like... next week. No. <laughs> okay. And away we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode six of Gaming Fix, the only video games podcast recorded by six friends on the internet who don't live anywhere near each other. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about video games news. Uh, we're going to maybe have some review style content and we're going to talk about what we've been playing. Uh, and I think we've also got a special feature, a 500 word uh, review of Fifty Shades Freed prepared by Alex uh, earlier in the day. Um, so that's, I think that's where we're going to end up. Uh, but uh, 
on today's episode, we are missing a member, a rip and peace, Pat J. Carter, as we've uh, previously mentioned in the eight botched intros that we've done because my internet connection was bad. And uh, I am your um, German... You didn't actually and... die, we should say, for the stream. Yeah. He, did, he didn't die. He just dead to us, as we've said many times. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'm your chairman, moderator, um, guy who doesn't push the podcast on quickly enough, and uh, all those things, uh, Sam Harrison. Uh, with me today, we've got Alex. Hey, I hung out with no fewer than 15 dogs today. Ooh, Ooh. that's the podcast I'd listen to. Yeah, it was great. There's <laughs> a lot of barking. There was so much barking. They were so loud. <laughs> Allison? Allison? I was trying to think of something funny to say, but I couldn't. So, he- hello. Hey, what about that? Uh, what about that? Um, that link? Was it you that sent the link about the the shape of water uh, thing? No, that was me. Nope, that okay. was Sam. <laughs> I'll, I'll what? I, I need to go find that though because I love that movie. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's it's not very surprising. Oh wait, 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 wait! Uh, never mind. I, saw, I remember what that was. I looked at it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. And I'm there. I'm yes. a real Dragon Ball girl. Yep. <laughs> and Erica. Hey, my hand's healing. Yay. Yay. Awesome. Yay. So I figure, as we always do, let's start off with a bit of what everyone's been playing. So, um, Erica, why don't you go first? Okay. So I'm playing a hot 2018 release. And by 2018 release, I mean 1997 release. Riven, the sequel to Mist. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sick. Yeah, so um, that is my number one favorite game ever. Um, <laughs> and I probably play it like once or twice a year, I would say. And it's, you know, the controls are such that I can play it with only one hand. So <laughs> it's been working out well for my bad hand. That game is still great. It's still my favorite game. There's a lot of really good things in there, like um, specifically one of my favorite puzzle things is uh, is like, um, like a, a set of numbers that are you have to deduce yourself through whatever symbols they give you. And um, they have a classroom. And in the classroom, they have a tool that teaches you how to, uh, you know, well, spoilers for a 10-year-old game. Um, <laughs> we, uh, like, if you, if you go in this classroom, there's, like, a toy where you, like hit a button on it and it rolls through the symbols that mean the different numbers and then on it like a thing drops down for like however many numbers it is and it teaches it to you that way and I thought that was kind of like how you would maybe teach numbers to a child in you know real life or something like that and it's just a fun game there's a lot of really good very hard puzzles in it and hey. it super holds up. It's like still one of the most beautiful games I've ever played, despite it coming out over ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have really bad news for you, Erica. Over ten? Mm-hmm. Nineteen ninety-seven was over oh, twenty t- years ago. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> you're, you're old. I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man, I was born in 91. I should be able to handle this math. <laughs> Guys, I used to be a math major too in college. <laughs> <laughs> I'll blame it on the painkillers again this week. <laughs> I think that's fair. But yeah, um, yeah. So that game is over twenty years old, not over ten. I mean, well, it is still over ten as well. But <laughs> um, yep. Yes, Checks out. I highly recommend that game. I think it's on iPads now too, and Android devices and whatnot. And I, that's it's cool. probably not. I mean, I like to see like the big scenery things that you know the the strong point of that game is definitely its looks and whatnot so i'd rather play it on a big screen but you know i would i think it would hold up just fine on an ipad if you wanted to play it that way do you think it's one of those games i never played it i played mist but i never played riven is it one of those games that you can jump into these days without a guide and figure your way through it or is it kind of like the old monkey island games where some parts are just so arbitrary you have no idea what to do it's definitely not it's not you know a rubber chicken and a pulley type thing like it's not okay. that bad it's more like i'm sorry if you can hear the dog barking upstairs um it's fine <laughs> okay the uh the, the puzzles are more uh like once you figure out what's going on a lot of the puzzles are very similar like there are numbers that usually correlate with like an animal, which, you know, which correlates with a sound and stuff like that. And so you kind of start figuring it out that way because, you know, it's kind of just, I don't want to say it's one big puzzle because it's actually a lot of small puzzles, but they all relate very well. So it's not, it's much less of a monkey island and much more of like, I don't want to say the witness, but maybe the witness yeah. a little bit, like sure. maybe a little more arbitrary than the witnesses. But or like kind of like the latter parts of Fez or something. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. I would say okay. closer to that. Um, cool. Yeah, I don't know. It's still my favorite game. I'm kind of obsessed with that universe. I own all the books. Like <laughs> it's just, it's just you know, it's a world that I want to spend as much time as possible in, which is why I keep replaying this game. <laughs> That's awesome. I highly recommend it if you haven't played it. It still super holds up. Awesome. Good to hear. Uh, um, Andre, what have you been up to this week? Uh, stop me if you've heard this before. I've been playing Dragon Ball Fighters and Monster Hunter World. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, still going strong on those. Uh, it's really great to have two games come out early in the air that have just like sucked me in like that. Uh, and I feel like I'm getting better at both of them. Uh, Dragon Ball, I learned how to chain level 1 supers into level 3 supers, because uh, like part of the normal tag system is you can do like a level 1 super, and then you can tag in your partner, and then they'll do their level 1 super, and then you can tag in your other partner, and they'll do their level 1 super. <laughs> but another thing you can do is if you do like down back, and then the tag button while you're doing your level 1, then your partner will come in and do their level 3, so you get even more damage off that. And so that's really fucking cool when you do it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've just been working on that a little bit. Uh, I played so much one night that I got a blister on my thumb uh, using a gamepad instead of a fight stick. <clears throat> so uh, that had me looking at fight sticks for a hot minute, but I don't think I'm going to get one because I think getting a whole new controller for one game is kind of not my style. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yesterday I played like 
six to eight hours of Monster Hunter Worlds like in a row. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Dang, fun. Uh, did a lot of high rank stuff. I was playing with someone who's like Hunter rank seventy something, seventy nine, which is real high. Uh, I finished the story at like 50, Hunter rank fifteen, I think. And so uh, they have just been doing like all the post game stuff for a while, I guess. I don't know. Uh, and like other people. So I was running with a four, four man squad and that game is like totally different and a lot more fun with a four man squad. Cause you can like do a whole bunch of different stuff. Someone was using a bow gun or a bow and a bow gun maybe. And so they were putting like sleep on like the monsters and paralyzing them and then we're setting up bombs on the monsters so then when they wake up there's just a massive explosion around them and so we're dealing like 2000 damage at once which feels really fucking good and uh, it opens up like a lot of uh, strategic things like you can hit people with like the great hammer and then they'll go flying into the air and then they can like attack out of that and like try and mount which is pretty funny or like they can just like hit you and screw up your combo, and so you go flying like in the completely wrong direction. I started uh, messing with the longsword. Uh, I had been using the charge blade up until yesterday, and I started using the longsword. I got one fully upgraded, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's, it's pretty anime with like one of your moves. You end up jumping like twenty feet in the air and then coming down and slashing them, and it does a bunch of damage. And yeah, like. The monsters are pretty tough in the post games thing. Like the tempered, like Basil Goose is so ridiculous. Like one of its little scale exploding scales can like almost one hundred to zero me, even with like really good late game armor. That's very upsetting. Yeah, and so once you get to like level twenty nine is when you start unlocking like the further late game stuff, and that quest has you take on two tempered Basil Geese, and it's no good. Uh, so yeah that game is a lot of fun with like a group of people and I would recommend it uh, if you have the opportunity to play Monster Hunter World with other people that is the way to play it it's a lot more fun and you can do a lot of silly stuff but this is the first time I felt like the empathy that other people have talked about like Erica you mentioned like you wouldn't don't want to play it because like you'd feel too bad for the monsters yeah. and uh, there is this blue little ver- velociraptor called like a Tsitsi you oh, I don't remember. Yeah, Tsitsi Yaku. Uh, so my my buddy needed some parts from that guy. And he just wasn't getting them from when we did the quest. Like, so we had to do it like six times. But with four people, it's not a problem. But the beatdown we laid on this monster was just so savage. Like as soon as we started attacking it, it couldn't move. We could like kill it without it like leaving its spot is like from the first moment we hit it and it was just oh i felt so bad but also it was was hilarious because like it's not something you normally see in those games like and then and like the last time we did it someone set up a bomb in the middle of like all of us hitting him so then one of us hit the bomb and it blew up and knocked us all away a bomb yeah (laughs) i thought you set up a bong in the middle of all of it (laughs) No, no, no. Uh, yeah, set up a bomb. And, uh, like, the, the bomb was bigger than, like, bigger than the monster. And so we hit the bomb, and then all of us get flown backward or flown backwards. And then the monster used that as its moment to, like, run away. 
so then we all start chasing it and then yeah it like it was hilarious but also i was like oh man this i feel bad for this monster because it just can't do anything i've started to get a little bit of feel bad for monsters uh i've switched using the bow and you don't have to sharpen so if i'm facing anything that i'm not that i'm like absolutely destroying like they don't get away because when they start to run i just run after them and like keep shooting them uh so that's it's pretty good for like consistent damage yeah i'm really enjoying the bow actually i I think the bow is my weapon now i think that's the one i found yeah uh i saw someone take down a diablos in two minutes with the bow yeah yeah, it's there's, um, it's strong. Uh, it's the the wall run attack with the bow. That I haven't actually figured out how to do yet, but I, I will eventually. Yeah, so those games still very good. Um, so two things I realized this week. I think it's two. Maybe maybe it's only one. Uh, G rank stuff, which has been kind of like the thing in like monster hunter 4 ultimate and like the ultimate editions that usually come out in the west after like i think monster hunter 4 was out in japan then they put ultimate out which has like more end game stuff so they'll probably end up doing that with worlds but i don't think they might do like kind of like the street fighter street fighter arcade edition stuff where you can either buy like the arcade edition or you can just upgrade to it mm. So that'll probably be what they do with this game, which will probably put more monsters and weapons in. Uh, but I don't know. They might do that next year, maybe, or late this year. I don't know. That would be my thought as well. I would assume that they would go the DLC route rather than the new game route. Yeah, especially since this game came out in both Japan and like internationally at the same time. So they don't have to like localize and like, oh, well, since we're putting it out, we'll put in extra stuff. I think they'll go the Destiny route and put out a $40 expansion. Uh, 40 might be a bit much. 40. Depends on what they put in it, I guess. But. Yeah. Because like, I was looking, and Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate had 98 monsters or something like that. That is nowhere... Like, Monster Hunter World is nowhere close to that. Yeah. So that would... Yeah. That's been a little disappointing. Like, oh man, there were like way more variety in the monsters in Monster Hunter, like uh, Four Ultimate, and like more weapons and stuff like that. It seemed like so. I look forward to whatever expansion they do. Yeah, I mean, my personal like, I I would assume that they'd do a Destiny style expansion where they had a load of new story stuff and a load of new uh, higher level stuff and maybe a couple of new monsters and weapons and get themselves in the game of the year conversation. Maybe doing it at Christmas time. the story is like so much worse than <laughs> Destiny story. But so I feel like there's no I don't see a point in adding to that, but maybe. I think they would add to it just so that they could say they've got story content to justify the price. Maybe. I I don't think they'll do forty, but they might. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, that's what I've been playing. Have you still been watching the, the show? For Dragon Ball, yes, I've I've slowed down because I've been so consumed by uh, the other stuff, um, and I'm I'm I think I'm thirty episodes away from being caught up. I'll probably watch some more this weekend. Uh, you know, the show's ending soon. I think its final episode is going to be in March. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to 
get caught up and I, I at least want to finish it before like DLC characters start coming out for mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Fighters because some of them will be from the show and most of them will be from the like final part of the show it seems like so yeah cool yeah uh, I'm still watching Kai but I don't want to get too far ahead now of all systems Goku uh, because I'm enjoying that podcast so much uh, one episode. Like, yeah but that first episode was so funny yeah. It's good. Um, so yeah, I want to I want to hold off on Kai a little bit so I don't get so far ahead that I'm not familiar with what they're talking about anymore. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of making sense, Alison, what have you been playing? Um, I wanted to actually finish this before the podcast, but I didn't get there. Um, didn't have a ton of time to play games this week. Um, but I'm still on Celeste right now. Um, almost done with the story question mark um i'm in the middle like right about halfway through chapter seven um and i know that there's more to be played but i'm trying to at least get through the story of it and i am kind of obsessed with this game i uh wish i had more time to uh, give it um because it's it's just one of those games where i feel like it um matches the story with the gameplay so well and especially this is the one game where i feel like um difficulty is uh, genuinely a big part of the story so i'm willing to push through <laughs> even um mm-hmm. to make sure that i can uh keep playing this game for what it's worth uh sorry that last chapter that you're on chapter seven yeah it's a motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, it kind of is. I'm about halfway through. Uh, I, I'm assuming, considering the, um, uh, I don't want to get too spoilery in case you guys are playing it because it's it's kind of a fun, a neat game to discover. But uh, it's a, it's it's a lot of like see what you've learned so far, um, culminating in the last chapter. So I feel like that's where I'm at. But it's it's been a lot of fun to play through. Um, last night I stayed up way too late playing through the end of. Uh, chapter six because i got so emotionally attached to it and i was just like i need to do this right now um so i played it i was playing it at like three in the morning uh some of it got me really emotional too because the um stories and characters are really great uh i've definitely found myself um uh relating to the main character madeline a lot so it's kind of like almost kind of hard to get through because it's like so it's so emotional for me um but i feel like it's this perfect marriage of really fun platforming with with the story in a way that i don't know how many games can get that kind of platforming plus story um and like i said the the difficulty does feel totally earned although i'm I'm glad that they have the Definite uh, different accessibility options too, because I, I this is a game I want more people to experience, even if they might not necessarily have the either the skill level or they I, they need some sort of accessibility. So I, th- I think it's great if this is um I, this is almost certainly going to be showing up on my game of the year stuff net at the end of the year. So look out for that. But it's I, I'm really loving this game. Is Celeste better than Brothers? Uh, I yeah. would, those are very different games. Uh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I'd say yes. But let me let me rephrase the question: Are you think 
there will not be 10 games better than Celeste this year. Um, well, I... There yeah, are I, I, more I than 10 yes. months left. I would say yes. Um, I This is getting me in a way that um, is similar to my love of something like Shovel Knight, which I definitely rank up there as like one of my favorite games ever. Um, so... I would say, I would say, yeah, that this is totally, it might just be me going, me, me at the end going, guys, what about Celeste? But I feel like the <laughs> um, emotional, um, it, it's simultaneously some of the greatest gameplay I've been, I've had recently. Um, it's a beautiful game. It's, it's really gorgeous and almost some of the visuals are kind of surprising too. Um, like it's not just that kind of retro style. It's it sometimes um breaks from that in interesting ways yeah and uh yeah and just the it it explores uh, subjects like uh like depression and uh personal struggles in a way that i don't know how many other games have really done as well so it's it's just i feel like it's hitting all these buttons and i i feel like i mean i honestly think it could be my I don't want to say number one, but it's it's definitely <laughs> going to be pretty high up there because I'm I love this game. Uh, I think it's a shoe in for some of the best moments of the year. <laughs> yes, like I would say, like this is no spoilers, but if I were to pick two moments from that game, it would be the feather, mm-hmm. which was amazing, and yes. you know the point where it zooms in on you and it says level up. Mm, yes, yes, yes. That's probably the other one. <laughs> That's a good one. Let me talk to you about the first time you hit something with a hammer in Monster Hunter and it falls over. <laughs> it's emotional. <laughs> very emotional. <laughs> the hammer is a very good weapon. Uh, speaking of great weapons, Alex, what have you been playing? Oh god, that, that transition can work in some real bad ways. Um, I've been playing a bunch of random crap. Um, I'll talk about the stuff that isn't as important right now. So I've, I've been playing some fart, uh, Fortnite with uh, Cheska and some of her friends. Uh, the Battle Royale. <laughs> yes, we've been playing Fortnite with Cheska <laughs> and her friends. I thought you were going to say Fart Cry. Yeah, Fart Cry. Five. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and uh, Battle Royale mode. It's cool. I don't know. I don't really have that much to say about it. It's basically PUBG, but arcade, like arcade It's cool, but I can't say I love it yet, but I've only played like... 10 rounds overall so i don't know um finished celeste like completely finished uh well finished uh up until the extra chapter which has a whole bunch of extra stuff that is going to take me another several hours to get through and i plan to do it but not right now uh and to give the short version of celeste to just piggyback on what allison was saying is, is it's exceptional and it's definitely on my top 10 for the year like i i don't see a way that gets knocked off at the moment um, but the thing that I started and finished this week was the Shadow of the Colossus remaster, mm. which um, I never played the original Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, I was always kind of adjacent to it. I'd always been familiar with it. Uh, I had some friends who said it's like life changing for them back when it came out on the PS2. <laughs> and I was like, you guys are exaggerating. That's it's not that crazy, is it? And it's really good. Like, <laughs> I, I have a hard time imagining something of that scale coming out on the PS2. Um, mm. I know that it, there were some caveats with it. Like, it ran at, like, 12 frames per second a lot of the time. And, like, um, after you finish uh, Shadow of the Colossus, you get, you know, you usually get, like, concept art that you unlock or whatever. Uh, this one will actually show you comparison images between the PS2, direct, like, 
same angles mm. and everything uh, between the PS2 and the remake, and I thought it was actually pretty jarring. Like, it was way, way different than I would have expected. And there's uh, a lot more draw distance in that Yes. Game. That and the textures, like... The textures yeah. from the PS2 game look like a PS1 game. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the PS4 game is, like, ridiculously beautiful. So... Yeah. Um, so, I don't know if there's much to be said about Shadow of the Colossus as a game. Um, if you haven't played it, I would say... It's kind of, if you want to draw it to some kind of modern comparison, it's kind of Monster Hunter meets Uncharted meets Zelda. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I, I think that's extremely reductive, and I think it's better than all of those in its own ways. Uh, I also really hated playing it, because it felt extremely janky. It felt like a PS2 game. And like so when I say it's like... the PS2 game, like the controls are better now. So imagine what that PS2 yeah. game must have felt like. Yeah, there it, it does have a modern control scheme, uh, which is, according to Cheska, better. Um, but like the Uncharted comparison comes from the fact that there's a lot of climbing involved where you are you know, scaling up these massive things and you're holding onto your grip and you're jumping and going side to side, stuff like that. And I didn't even finish The Lost Legacy because I hated the climbing so much and that was basically automatic. <laughs> you didn't have to manage a grip meter. So mm-hmm. you can you can imagine how much I dislike the climbing in, in Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> and I also really didn't like Breath of the Wild because it was relatively directionless with how large the world is. And the world in Shadow of the Colossus is enormous and relatively directionless other than the, the sword that you're holding in your hand and shining a light. Yeah. And... But... Despite all of that, I ended up really loving it. I think it was exceptional, and if you have played Child of the Colossus, according to Cheska, she says it was it was worth playing through again, and it was a really beautiful okay. remake. And it, sorry, I'm sorry. I, I, it was just interesting to hear uh, that some from somebody that just hasn't played it before, because I was wondering how well that would translate to new people who haven't tried the game. Yeah, yeah. Like for yeah. So for me, who has never touched the original, I I thought it was completely worth going through. Like, like I I bring up the fact that I really didn't like Uncharted and Zelda and stuff like that, just to drive home the fact that I really liked Shadow of the Colossus quite a bit. So, yeah, that was a bit about it for my week. I also saw a really terrible movie, but that's not worth talking about. (laughs) Five hundred words on my desk after school. It was just. (laughs) Who's that movie for? I don't know. Suburban Housewives who are, yeah. That's what the book was for because you can read it on the train and nobody knows because you have an e-reader. But like, (laughs) oh, let's not get get into this. Yeah. Did you know that story started as Twilight fan fiction, Alex? I did. I heard about that. And it doesn't surprise me. It's like if um, someone made uh, Buy Immortal into a feature for like a Netflix series. <laughs> That's a really wonderful comparison point. Did, did you hear about the new book that came out uh, this year where um, the book was so bad that people were speculating, oh, it's by the author of My Immortal, right? And the author of My Immortal came out and was like, yeah, no, I'm not responsible for that. Like, that was, <laughs> that was like the first time they'd come out in like years and it was like, no, I don't want to, don't, don't blame this on me. <laughs> don't put that on me. I, um, I don't know if the author of My Immortal has ever been actually identified. No, it has, they have been now. As of I, that book that uh, I, I that saw I some, I saw some 
theorizing that some stuff they were saying didn't quite line up with. Oh Marvel, yeah. But yeah, mm. they had like, I don't know. They had like a, you know, proof they had like, you know, old manuscripts, if you can even call them that, you know, <laughs> And but you said I don't know. from 1995 with the opening line doodled in the ca- in the margin. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah. So Christian Grey's character is based on Jacob from Twilight. I just want you all to know. Uh, no, he's based off of Edward. I'm sure somebody told me it was Jacob. That made it even no. funnier for me. So Aww. they're making they're making like Harry Potter like port key games or whatever. What if they made a My Immortal game? <laughs> Oh dear God! <laughs> I'd play it honestly. I, I would I'd too. Harry Potter open world, like make your own Hogwarts character RPG. Oh my God! Okay. <laughs> once, I mean, once they open that, there are going to be all like at least Ebony, the main character from my, my world is going to dementia Raven way. Yep, snap and loopin. Okay, here's the two sentence review of Fifty Shades. <laughs> Yes. Well, it's maybe not review fifty words each. Yeah. No. Let, let's <laughs> just give it. Free. Let's give it a summary. We want to make sure that everyone knows which film we're talking about. <laughs> fifty Shades Freed, the 2018 film starring some people that I don't actually know. Um, Johnson and uh, Jamie Dornan, McNamara. Dornan. Yes, Dornan. Dornan. So that movie has extremely poorly written characters and story. And so, like, that's half the movie, right? And the other half of the movie is Bonin. And none of the Bonin was particularly titillating, so I don't see... It, it was missing on all on all, all chambers there. But, like, the, we- the way it was set up was just so strange, because it, like, it kind of had a through line for its plot, but not really, where it was just kind of a lot of, like, short stories tied together with Boning in between. <laughs> and then it tried to tie it all together at the end, uh, and then they had a kid. Oh, <laughs> that, that was a twist wow, I was unaware of. Yeah, so spoilers. I just ruined that movie for you. <laughs> so I've never re- I've never read or seen any of the movies, but I heard that apparently the f- uh, first Fifty Shades book is based off of the first fanfic, but the t- last two books are based off of the same fanfic. So there's no real like. There's not enough there for two books, from what I understand. It's, it's. Uh, I would, I would probably agree because it's not particularly deep. It's basically a five-year-old's like perspective on what a rich person should act like. It's like, oh, I want to buy this huge house now. Okay, let's do it. Let's fly on our private jet and go to Paris. Okay. Like, there's, there's nothing deep about it. Don't go see that movie. It's terrible. I wasn't <laughs> planning on it, but thanks. yeah. <laughs> Um, I heard a fantastic story about Fifty Shades today, just to diverge Let's... even further from our topic. No, oh my god! <laughs> uh, so apparently, the first Fifty Shades movie, they got Sam Taylor Johnson, who's a pretty good director, and they had this really good writer in who had um, written like an erotic thriller movie that was really well received, and like basically he rewrote the whole script, took out all the garbage from the books. And like, like redid the whole thing, and then presented it. And like, Charlie Hunnam was signed on to be Christian Grey, and it was going to be this like really, it was going to be a good movie. And then E. L. James was like, "You're not getting the rights to my book unless I can have final script edit." And they were like, mm, "Okay." And she just put all of her trash back in the book, back in the film. And Charlie Hunnam was like, "I'm not doing this movie. It's trash." So they had to get Jamie Jamie Dornan to sub in. 
Yeah. Have you seen like the the two of them going around on a on like the talk show circuit of like? <laughs> no. It's, it's. I mean, I haven't seen this for this movie. I saw it more for the last movie. But like, man, the two of them hate each other. Jamie Dornan, you could tell they do not want to be in the same room. It is bad and uncomfortable. <laughs> Speaking of bad and uncomfortable. Hey, wait, have we all finished talking yeah. about our games other than Sam? <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, uh, so, no, I, I think that played... was Sam's time. Yeah, oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, well, music. Well, no, I, I, played, uh, I played the Shadow of the Crosses remake um, as well. I'm like two colossi down. That, so, I did the easy ones. Took me about half an hour. And I have yet to go back to that game because I'm terrible at. Uh, finishing things and carrying on with things and generally doing more than playing a lot of Monster Hunter. Um, uh, so yeah, I played probably about another 15 hours of Monster Hunter in the last week. Um, mostly getting my friend from zero to high rank. So that was basically very fun to play, but did absolutely nothing for me in terms of gear. Because uh, everything I was getting was like not useful at all. Um, I yeah, I was thinking about earlier. I switched to the bow. Bow feels like my weapon. I'm really set on that now. Um, I've got quite a few high level ones. I'm really happy with the way that it works. I do still intend to like actually stream some monster hunter, and I will get around to it. But uh, I always forget I want to do it until I'm done playing monster hunter. Um, but the other game that I, the game that I have brought to talk about this week, not my honourable mentions of Shadow of the Colossus and Monster Hunter, is Dragon Quest Builders for the Nintendo Switch, hot 2018 release. I even had a prop. Those of you listening to the uh, video, listening to the video version, listening to the audio version. Um, so yeah, I've, I've been playing Dragon Quest Builders. It came out yesterday, um, and uh, I ordered it by accident. Uh, by pre-ordering it and then completely forgetting that I'd done it. Um, so that was a nice surprise when I got home Friday evening. Um, and uh, yeah, popped it straight in the Switch as soon as I got it. And uh, I think I've played about five or six hours now, uh, yesterday and today. Just kind of like while stuff is on, like Fiona and I were watching Friends on Netflix for a bit and I just popped Dragon Quest Builders on. Um, it's uh, it's real cool. I don't know, did any of you guys play it last year when it came out for big boy consoles? Oh, um, I have. I like, I watched Xavier play it, but I didn't really touch it at all myself. Um, do, does anyone here like Dragon Quest and or like building games? I liked Dragon no. Warrior, actually. I know that's probably weird, but... <laughs> I intend to try whatever the new Dragon Quest, Dragon Quest Eleven is that the new one? I Eleven, intend yeah. to try that, but that's about it. Uh, so I don't have much Dragon Quest nostalgia. In the the first Dragon Quest I got to was eight, and I played seven on the three DS. Um, I've got some like nostalgia for things like slimes, uh, and like uh, some of the kind of unique enemy stuff in those games but like um just like it's just like a really cool well done like it reminds me a lot of um things like maybe terraria 
so like you know you're venturing further and further afield to get rarer and different kinds of materials but um the main hook in this version is that you're building a town and like you're the only person in the world who knows how to build everyone else has like forgotten how to build and create things by adding one thing to another uh and so it's a quite funny central conceit um but what you're trying to do is build this town but also attract other people to the town by making it good so kind of like animal crossing pocket camp i guess <laughs> uh and like you build different types of rooms by putting different furniture in them so like earlier today i was building i built a like workroom where you make like just wait it's got like a smithing table where you make stuff and then i unlocked the ability to make a forge and put a forge in the corner and it upgraded the room and like automatically upgraded it and you get points for uh different levels of points and all that sort of thing from having a room or decorating a room and your town levels up it's really cool um and i'm i'm definitely gonna play a lot of it i think it's gonna be my train game for the next month or so although i thought about that about xenoblade 2 and i think i've only played about 20 hours of that uh but yeah so i'm hoping it'll be my train game and uh yeah really enjoyable i would totally recommend it especially because it's like at least in the uk it's like half full price like half price even on switch and um, it's only 32 pounds on amazon um whereas normally a switch game would be 40 like 45 50 so pretty good price to be honest for what you get and i've not even finished the first area and i'm probably played about five hours so great value for money good fun and it's like background mindless fun as well so like you can have a podcast on or friends yeah it's all good the weird thing about sorry the weird thing about that game is just how blown away everyone is that you can build stuff like it's like you're blowing their minds they're just like what (laughs) are you doing you can't do that (laughs) you can't put two things on top of each other what the <laughs> that is almost word for word a line from one of the characters in the game. Like yeah. when you first build something in front of this uh, character, she's like, "What? You took two things and made them into one different thing?" It's extremely yeah. good. And and the narrator, oh, the narrator hates yeah. you. Yeah, the narrator. Yeah, the narrator hates you. Constantly mocks you. Quite funny. <laughs> oh dear. That, um, okay, that sounds that sounds pretty good. If anyone has a Switch, or, or any console really, but like it, the demo's free. So, uh, and the demo's like two hours of the main game. Oh, like it's, yeah, it's significant. It's really sizable. I would even say probably more than two hours, because I think I played a couple and was like, I don't want to play anymore, so I'm going to have to replay it when I buy the game. <laughs> um, but yeah, there didn't seem to be any sign of it stopping. Um, yeah. It's a great game. Uh, I think it's a lot of fun, and the demo is 100% free on basically everywhere you can buy it. So I think that's what we've been playing out of the way. Uh, I have a Shadow of the Colossus question. Sure. Ooh. Um, should I play that game? <laughs> like, have you ever I, have I you tr- played it before? I tried to. Um, my boss, hopefully she's not watching this, um, <clears throat> made me sit through a movie... I want to say it was called Rain Over Me, maybe, with Adam Sandler and Don Cheadle. Um, <laughs> and in it, Adam Sandler's character is very obsessed with Shadow of the Colossus. And I was like, you know, I saw a good amount of that game in 
that movie, so I decided to play it on PS Now when PS Now was very new and extremely unstable and horrible. <laughs> and I did not get very far in that game and had a miserable time playing it. So now I'm kind of like, but I just think it was more the connection issues. But I think, yeah. It's, it's like a left a bad taste in my mouth, I guess. I think it's 100% worth playing, but I don't know if it's the right game for you, just knowing you in particular, <laughs> knowing your yeah. aversion to Monster Hunter because you feel like you're being mean to animals. Yeah. Like, that's kind of oh, the, yeah. the one thing I had about Shadow of the Colossus is like, these guys didn't do anything wrong. You're running up on them and murdering them. But then, then of course, Cheska's teabagging them after they die. But, like, that's a separate <laughs> thing. Like, you could go that route and just be like, ah, these are just <laughs> video game yeah, but, programming mean, things, but... Yeah, it's just, you know, it's certain games, I guess, that hit me like that. Like, I don't know, Monster Hunter is one of those games that just made me feel emotional and weird. Like, I saw some footage of some, I don't know what the monster's names are, but, you know, the one of them got, like, had, like, a beak, and it got stuck in something, and you just, like beating the shit yep. out of it that bothers me i feel like if they could fight back a little bit more maybe it doesn't bother me quite as much yeah like the, the game involves you like climbing up these monsters and like finding a weak spot and then just stabbing the shit out of it while they're like trying to get you off and like they're like shaking around being like stop so like yeah, i don't know hanging out and then you come in and murder them yeah like they're just okay, they're just doing their thing so like yeah just but, like knowing yeah. you i don't think it would be perfect for you yeah. You are not. You are not the good guy in Shadow of the Colossus. Mm. No, you were certainly. I mean, not. Well, although I do think that that's part of the point of Shadow of the Colossus, yeah. more so yeah. than mm-hmm. uh, like a, a lot of the criticism of Monster Hunter is that it's just kind of unintentionally doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Shadow of the Colossus, it you're not doing great things, but the game isn't saying, "Oh, great job! You you sure." Yeah, slew that beast. That's like, true. you know, <laughs> so, especially, especially with the ending. I, like, I don't want to say what the ending is, but like, you're right. Like, the last cutscene and everything very much is directly in that vein. It's like, you know, what you weren't that nice of a guy. <laughs> so here's what happens. Turns out the hunters were the monsters all along. <gasps> what? <laughs> yeah. We're um, the real Walking Dead. I I, I also say that. That, uh, the original game, as was mentioned earlier, the uh, frame rate wasn't always the best, and that plus PS early PS Now, I imagine that would have been like a nightmare to play. Oh my god, it was horrible. <laughs> I don't. I yeah. think like I mean, I tried to play it for probably forty five minutes, and then I was like, all right, fuck this. Like, yeah, she's yeah. not gonna happen. I, I don't blame you at all for that. So I I, I think that's t- that's totally reasonable, but. It sounds like the new version is doing a lot to improve upon that. So yeah, frame rate was buttery smooth. Well, um, yeah, frame rate was buttery smooth on an original PS4. Like I don't have a pro, so yeah, maybe I should watch some gameplay footage to see if I get upset like I do yeah. Monster Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe watch like the first Colossus or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe I'll stream it for you, and we'll we'll have a good time. All right, works for me. <laughs> Um, so, two of them are having a good time. Bad segues into the news section. Uh, mm. So, I've, I've picked out a few news articles as per usual this week. As um, per usual. Oh. <laughs> Please tell me you got to stop me if I haven't made try and make that sound again, guys. Uh, so, um, I want to dive straight in with the games franchise that I know we all love 
uh, big fans of and talk about Call of Duty. Fuck yeah. Uh, so, rumours and leaks this week uh, are that this year's Call of Duty is going to be Black Ops 4. Yep. And Fuck it's yeah, going to switch PC, PS4, and Xbox One. I really That's wish news is surprising. Too. I really wish Ooh. Treyarch would move away from Black Ops. I think it's the best of the Call of Duties, but I really wish they'd tried something else. It depends on what they do with it. I probably won't buy it either way. But like Black Ops One is the most fun I've ever had with a Call of Duty. Um, yeah, and I and so I hope that it is more like that than whatever. I don't know. They do weird stuff with the Black Ops games, and so I hope they keep doing weird stuff. But that it's better than the last one, I guess. I yeah, know. they do. I played probably mm, 70 to 80 hours of Black Ops 3 multiplayer uh, with Cheska, and it's actually really, 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 really good. It kind of, it's kind of a halfway between Modern Warfare and like Titanfall 2 without the, the mechs in terms of you're just able to move around and stuff. And it's got some cool uh, abilities and like classes and stuff like that that you can kind of partake, win, partake in. So I think like the Black Ops series is really interesting. I think of the current developers of Call of Duty games, Treyarch is the standout. But like I said, I just kind of wish they would move away from Black Ops because Black Ops 4 is a big number. <laughs> I don't that's know. more. That's the most they have committed to a number since Call of Duty 4. Yeah, which was yeah. Modern Warfare, which was a, like its own subset eventually. So yeah. Black Hello. Ops 4 Modern Warfare. World at War was called Call of Duty 5 World at War in the UK. Was it? Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> but, but um, yeah. Uh, I'm interested to play something Call of Duty this year. I think I'm kind of getting back into the mindset where I want to play a shooter. Probably not online. I just want to play the campaign. Um, like I know I, I joked around earlier uh, when we were talking about a video series where I play the campaign for every Call of Duty game and I, I kind of feel like I'm itching closer to trying that because I really want to play the campaign from like the last two or three uh, that I've never gotten into. I feel like it would be quite a funny excuse to do so. I, I will say the campaign for World War II is pretty mediocre. <laughs> mm, exciting. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, mediocre player. doesn't like inspire. Like, oh yeah, I want to play this mediocre campaign. If it's like, if it's bad, then oh ooh, yeah, I want that. <laughs> yeah, that that was the problem. Was it wasn't even bad enough to make fun of? <laughs> mm. Apparently, Infinite Warfare has a great campaign. Yeah, it's got Jon Snow in it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that also the one with Kevin Spacey? No, Kevin Spacey's um, Enhanced Warfare. In- or whatever Infinite, it's Infinite Infinite Warfare. Warfare yeah. Advanced warfare. Advanced warfare is Kevin Spacey. Infinite Warfare is Jon Snow. Oh, okay. Uh, Moving quickly on to another Activision franchise of like some repute. Uh, Destiny 2's Taken King style big expansion at the end of the year has been confirmed in an Activision earnings call. Um, so they basically they haven't really said much. Um, much, much that um, they've got an expansion coming in May and a major expansion coming at the end of the year. So, uh, um, I don't think I'm like I've played Destiny Two. I played the Taken King back when that came out. I don't think I'll get whatever this is, unless something drastically changes in 
my like the game or my playing habits i guess i don't know but it just i don't think destiny is the game for me other than it plays well yeah i don't know i i liked what i played of destiny but i pretty much played for a couple of weekends where i, I did clock quite a few hours those weekends because i like i happened to get it when i was injured but uh I don't know if I'll... It's it's not necessarily a game I felt really the need to go back to, so I'm I'm undecided. I super want to finish that game. Like, I started it, I don't know. When did we start right. it, Sam? I started playing about with you. A month ago, I think. Month, yeah. About a month ago, and now I can't play it because my thumb is the way that it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I was very excited about it. I had a lot of fun with it in the short I, amount of time I got to play it. I wonder how the like hardcore fans will be feeling by that time. Like they'll probably mm. they'll, they'll come back in, but like with the way Bungie has been kind of it seems like things have been going from just looking from outside the community. It looks like people aren't super stoked on the way things are going. So I mm-hmm. wonder if just like, oh, hey, more new content will actually pull those people in. It probably will because, I mean, let's be honest, uh, Boycott Call of Duty, what, World War, War uh, Modern Warfare 2, Boycott Modern Warfare 2, yeah. and how that turned out. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen here, guaranteed. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so, uh, but yeah, for me, I, I'll probably end up buying it because I'm an idiot, but <laughs> there's I don't know. Did you ever, uh, did you ever get your uh, big surprise? Did you ever get your refund on Paragon? Oh no, I should do that. There's still time. Thanks for uh, reminding. So, very real question, guys. If they're releasing a expensive expansion, does that mean that I can say Destiny Two is my game of the year in 2018? No. no. <laughs> it's February. Stop talking about this. <laughs> Uh, next up on the list, we've got uh, Nintendo games uh, on the Switch can now be bought, well, soon, will be able to be bought with my Nintendo Gold Points. Yeah. Everyone excited about that? No. <laughs> I like free money. Uh, yeah. So if it helps me save money on fucking crazy-ass expensive Nintendo games, sure. If you here's the example that Polygon puts down. If you buy a game on the eShop, you get five percent back in gold points. Mm-hmm. So if you spend fifty bucks on an eShop game, you get two dollars fifty off your next eShop game. Okay, uh, that's not bad, honestly. As far as I think, you know, Nintendo games very rarely go on sale, <laughs> so getting any money off of it is far and few between. That's fair. And but... here's where the, the kicker comes in. Physical games only get you 1% worth of the value of the game. Oh, in gold. oh my god. Bad. So you have Why? to buy it from the Nintendo store to get enough yep. gold points. I Some mean, in my stuff. situation, buying them digital is kind of the way to go. But also with the storage on that thing, asking mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. people to buy the... Oh my god, Nintendo. Yeah, I need to figure out like upgrading the storage on my Switch because I am definitely don't have much left. I think I've um, got a 64 gig stick in mine. Yep, my, me as well. Same size. Yeah, I have the this, this stick from my old Android tablet. 
you can get a 64 gig card, which is double the Switch memory. Uh, Allison from Amazon for like no money. Yeah, yeah, I know that you definitely can. I just need to make sure, like, I, I just don't know how to, um, just need to make sure that I can move it across and not delete anything. Um, so. That is a fair uh, concern with that thing. I, yep. I, <laughs> I, d- I feel like you can, but I just I just know that sometimes Switches, like Nintendo moving things yeah, around yeah. is I, complicated. I don't think you can, because I know the first thing I did when I installed my SD card was I was like, oh, I'm just going to move... Uh, uh, Xenoblade over to the the SD card because it takes up a lot of room, and mm-hmm. I looked through every single option. And there was no option to move it, so I just had to uh. uninstall it, and then and then when I reinstalled it, automatically went to the SD card. So maybe they'll fix mm-hmm. that by the time you do it. But I, it's, I thought they didn't they recently fix that. I'm sure oh, there's an option with like, or maybe that's the account, but it takes like the whole whole account. I can't just uh, it deletes the account, or maybe that's between switches. So never mind. I don't know what I'm talking about. I think the way you do it is you manage the game in the game's own menu, not in the settings. So like you yeah, press. I did plus. Mm, I yeah. don't know. I I didn't. I don't think I moved. I only had like one digital game when I got my SD card in there. Yeah. There was some quote going around about how Miyamoto or like Nintendo would want to like look to hire people who don't play games. And like, I'm like oh yeah, that makes sense. That with every with the way every Nintendo console works <laughs> and looks and the controllers, that makes sense. They don't know how real people play games. <laughs> uh, speaking of real people playing games, Fortnite has beaten uh, the PUBG concurrent users. Oh, cool! Oh, uh, so on Super Bowl Sunday, before the entire server crashed because they had too many concurrent users. It's, uh, they have it's 3.4 million. It's a free game. So yeah, that like, makes sense. The barrier to entry is literally literally zero, so that makes sense. Yeah, you just and, need a hard drive space. And and it's uh, across. It's on more platforms for free, and it's, it's also cross compatible. Yeah. So yeah, well, that makes sense between PC if you're uh, Xbox and PC or PS4 and PC. Mm. Yeah. How do they? Why? What? Just Sony, just do it. <laughs> Do it. They don't need to, though. You know, they're not. Yeah, they're not it. going to. They don't hey, have Erica, to. Erica, just do it. <laughs> I mean, if it was up to me, I would. But you know, I just don't think that they have to. They are winning. See this Nike logo? Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my Shia LaBeouf poster out. <laughs> but yo this is unrelated but isn't phil spencer rad yeah he's, he's like cool. he's like he's like the best thing to lead three he's like the best thing to happen to microsoft in forever especially after matrick oh my gosh he's the best thing of every three for me like their 45 minute interview or whatever where he's like yeah this is what we're doing this is our philosophy i love video games like that's he's his part of the giant bombing three coverage is my favorite like yeah. a country mile yeah i agree it's cool to see like someone who has such like a guiding hand and all that stuff like being out there open to doing those long form like discussion interviews instead of just like the canned like pr like uh, uh media tours I, and stuff like that yeah i don't see andy house sitting down for more than three minutes with uh, I Jeff yeah i don't see andy house sitting down anytime with anyone any, uh now since he is stepping down yeah yeah 
uh, or Sean Layden. Like I don't see Sean Layden out there, like having like those open candid, you know, open candid as much as, you know, someone in that position can, but like Sean Layden's not out there on a couch. Yeah. Well, you had written on a blackboard behind him. Yeah, you, you had Adam <laughs> boys, but then he went on to be, uh, Part of the Iron Galaxy chuckleheads, so. Adam Boyes isn't even, like, even when he was there, he wasn't, like, that. No, he wasn't, in the he wasn't he top wasn't level. He wasn't head of, yeah. he was, you know, he was in third-party relations, which is still, you know, that's cool and can get you some insight, but. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's, uh, it's cool that, uh, what's-his-face is, but Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer is out there talking, but yeah. uh, there is some echo coming from someone. It might be from... Uh, your end, Alex. Uh, I don't know. I just muted my mic, so. Okay. Um, uh, my favorite thing in Slight Divergence also about Sean Layton is somebody pointed out to me that whenever he's on stage presenting, he does the finger tent. He... And now I can't unsee it. <laughs> he constantly finger tents. He... It, he really went to like public speaking school and learned <laughs> the the gestures. Like you can, <laughs> you, you can, can see, see it. it every time. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem natural. It doesn't <laughs> exactly. It doesn't seem natural when he's up there talking. But uh, also, <laughs> Metroid Prime Four is being developed by Bandai Namco in Singapore, apparently. Yeah, that's weird. According to a report from New Game. Yeah, that was odd. But apparently it's the same team. Sorry, I I don't know if I have the game right. They, it was also the same team that was working on Star Wars 1313 previously. There are some people from that team, yeah. Okay. So like, apparently, yeah, it's got a lot of LucasArts Singapore stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I hope that game's good still. But... Yeah. Um, Bandai Namco previously worked for Nintendo on the Mario Kart arcade game. Smash Bros. for 3DS and Wii U, and Pokémon Tournament. Well, those are all pretty good games, so... Yeah, uh, I like Pokémon a lot. Bandai Namco puts out, or put out, Dragon Ball Fighters. Seems like they make good games. I mean, Arc System made it, but Bandai Namco was like, they got the license or whatever, I don't know. Uh, I don't, I'll wait till I see that game. Uh, I'm still not convinced that we'll see it. And, like in a meaningful capacity this year, but I don't yeah. know. I mean, Bandai Namco also put out Tekken, didn't they? Probably. So Yeah, like, yeah, they put out Tekken. So th- those are all, all good games, so their track record is pretty solid for the moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know about, like, the spe- I don't know what this specific team has put out, but yeah. It's, yeah. It's not the I'm worst not. news, I guess. It's probably, people would probably be happier if it was Retro working on it. Yeah, but we already knew it wasn't them, so. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Whatever. The Surge 2 is coming out in 2019. Sorry, what, what no, 2? What? The Surge 2. Oh, oh yeah, The Surge. Yeah. Yeah, Sci-Fi I, Souls. I did not play The Surge 1. Uh, it looked kind of cool. They, but... they recently put out some DLC, didn't they? Like that um, the amusement yeah, park, whatever. Yeah, yes. Maybe. <laughs> I, think there's sure. a, I, I think there's a quick look on Giant Bomb of it, and it looks real dumb, like yeah, in a good way. Yeah. I kind of thought other people might care about the surge, so I apologize for putting this new story in. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I was definitely interested time. in playing it, but never got around to it. Uh, I'll maybe check out the surge too. I, 
it's good enough to get a sequel, maybe it's worth actually checking out. I, don't know. I, I would bet money that the surge will be on PS Plus before December this year. Yeah, you know, I played Lords of the Fallen, which that team made before the surge because uh, that was a PS Plus game, and mm-hmm. it didn't really grab me. So, what? There's some sort of some sort of outside noise coming in. I don't know what that is. I think it was Xavier being beautiful. Uh, That might have been Xavier walking behind me. He's wearing slippers. He kind of drags his feet to keep him in there. Okay. Yep, that makes sense. Okay. Sorry. Your husband has to work on his posture and his walking. Yeah, he does. But I needed water, so I made him get up and get it for me. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I have two news articles left if anyone's ready. All right. All right. Let's do this. They're extremely important to the world of my body. is Reggie. Oof. Um, oh no! Do you want the Nintendo news first or last? Last. What's the yeah, other news? Last or last? I think I think I've got two votes for last. Okay. So yeah. I'm going to send you guys a picture. Well, this plays great is, on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> which is the news I'm going to talk about now. All right. Let's see oh, this. that's right. Yeah. And so Christ is that. <laughs> Game of the year. Oh my god. What is this? This it's is Kingdom kind Hearts of grotesque. 3. That is the Monsters Inc. world for Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, no. I'd like to draw your attention to the main character as many oh. times as physically possible. What? Look at Goofy. Look at Goofy. Goofy. That's Goofy? Goofy's face is like. That's oh Goofy. <laughs> Look at the oh teeth. My god. In the full screenshot, I want you to know Donald Duck has one eye. Oh, I think, yeah, that's oh my god. That looks you should like- have three. What? Mike Wazowski already has one. <laughs> that's... Uh... Maybe there's a third eye under the emo fringe. Maybe. That's worrisome. So I just wanted to draw your attention to how weird this picture is. <laughs> it's just very what weird. Uh, <laughs> it really so, so Kingdom Hearts 3 announced Toy Story, like, a, no, Toy Story we already knew. They showed yeah. Toy Story and Kingdom Hearts, or Monsters, Inc. And I don't know, that seems cool. Uh, Monsters, Inc. is one of my favorite Disney movies. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. The only, the only thing I don't like about Monsters, Inc. is that Monsters University wasn't a hard R rating and, like, an Animal House style <laughs> uh, film. I kind of like, love Monsters University. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's a really good movie. It's really well paced, also. Yeah, yeah I could get it. That's banana. It's a great uh, takedown of capitalism, if you really think about it. And uh, but anyway, um, yeah, uh, I'm at, as I don't know if anyone else is interested in Kingdom Hearts, but uh, I look forward to playing Kingdom Hearts three. But I'm also hesitant and worried about Kingdom Hearts three because I don't know if that game's coming know. out. Uh, it, I mean, it's supposed to come out this year, and it, like if they're actually showing stuff from it now, then I'm I believe it. Do you reckon we get a release date at E3 for this bad boy? Yeah, I bet it's holiday. Yeah. I realized Tetsuya Nomura is doing the Final Fantasy VII remake. That game is never coming out. Yeah, that's a big problem. That doesn't Uh, exist. uh, But apparently they're changing the design of Cloud to Mm -hmm. be, at least from those trailers, and so he's not going to be like his Advent Children 
kind of CG looking self. He's going to be like, I guess, younger, more muscular or something. I don't know. Do they, are they going to keep the cross dressing in that game? I, I mean, it's, it's a Japanese developer, so I wouldn't be surprised because they like have, they're they're Have they showed stuff from that? I don't think so. They haven't, but they made a statement saying that that scene is in. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause Cause somebody like, asked them and they said it's in. There is like, there's a, com- I think there's a comedian who kind of, that's the kind of their shtick and like Japanese sense of humor is not what we would call PC, I guess. <laughs> uh, you know, for like um, Western audiences, they're like someone showed up on a New Year's special in blackface as like <laughs> Eddie Murphy from some movie. And that was all kind of a thing, but yeah. not really. Then they just showed it again and didn't do anything. So, I, yeah, I'm not surprised that the cross dressing stuff is in there. Uh, they might change up like the tone of it, maybe, but maybe not. I don't know. If that game ever okay. comes out, because it won't. <laughs> <laughs> so uh the last piece of news oh god <laughs> oh what is this oh no i don't like this at all <laughs> the last piece of news is uh extremely important i feel to us as gamers and the gamer generation uh generation remix super mario, the producer of super mario odyssey uh mr koizumi did a dev talk on YouTube and uh, answered a specific um, a specific question from a fan saying that Toad's head is not a hat it is part of his anatomy the I'll give you the um, I'll give you the quote so that as it turns out is actually Toad's head I'm going to have to leave it to all of you to figure out exactly how that works out Maybe that's <laughs> <super> <laughs> Oh my god. He's just a dummy. Oh he's got a, he's got a hollow color. head. I just love how Nintendo handles their continuity and their lore. It's just like, yeah, it's like this, whatever. Figure it out. <laughs> Other questions that were asked. Why does Mario have nipples but no belly button? Because I don't really expect that to be a topic but among fans. He was not born <laughs> he was not born of a human. So <laughs> Once I heard people were talking so much about Mario's belly button, maybe think start to think about whether we should revisit the topic on the design side. <laughs> no, here here's the thing. Japanese people don't have belly buttons. Mm. <laughs> ah, I no, wait, 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 let me re Okay, Mulligan, cut that out, mm-hmm. Alex. Yep. Again. Yep. Italian people don't have belly buttons. <laughs> uh, and then we also got he he asked he was asked if uh, so you could explain Mario's relationship with Peach and Pauline, and he said I would appreciate it if we could respect the privacy of those three at this time. <laughs> I kind of love that actually. Please don't politicize Mario, Peach, and Pauline. It's too soon. <sighs> I think we all know that it's Adam and Adam and Eve, not Mario and Steve and Pauline. And Pauline. And, <laughs> and Mario and Evangelion. <laughs> Genesis. <laughs> Mario. I don't even know. Neon Genesis Mushroom Kingdom. That'd be better. <laughs> Mario. I'd play that game. 
Mario shoved into a mech trying to to defend the Mushroom Kingdom from Bowser in an alien mech, or from out. the ra- from the Brutals in giant mechs. Yeah, turns out the mech is alive. It's actually just a toad. <laughs> it turns out the mech is Bowser. Oh, armor plate. What? Oh, Jesus. I, so it's a sequel to Bowser's Inside Story. I Mario, have, if you don't get in the, if you don't get in, we'll make Peach do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or else it gets the hose again. Um, I have one other piece of news that's actually serious. If you guys want a, a dumb, serious yes, one, yes, but please, please. Okay. Sure. So I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Activision Blizzard apparently they made over half of their revenue last year from microtransactions, not actually from game sales. Oh. What, what game? Two billion or something, or four billion? Yeah, it was like four what? billion, yeah, four billion, yeah, and I but, think it's largely from overwatch yeah and yeah. like it's all from like blizzard stuff yeah destiny to uh call of duty world war 2 i think and okay. i don't know do you think that changes the way that they handle releasing games do they not sell games and they just go free to play and then sell stuff no, like no absolutely I think not that's there's something to that i, I mean uh, i mean like there's been so much outrage about uh microtransactions and loot boxes and I, and I think a lot of that's justifiable but at the same time if this is making them money I don't see them stopping anytime soon yeah I mean like but sorry go ahead was anyone complaining about the loot boxes in uh, Call of Duty because wasn't it mostly oh, yeah. cosmetic stuff or okay was there Some like a big people, did, people yeah. were complaining yeah for sure okay uh, because I, I didn't really see much of it because yeah, it seemed like the battlefront stuff was a lot more egregious oh in yeah the way that, was, that it the, was implemented yeah people were definitely complaining about uh world war ii's loot boxes um okay um, but but, no, but I, I just look sorry i just look at games like fortnite and battle mm-hmm. royale which is completely free and that's kind of changed the way epic has handled everything so yeah uh, yeah they they're just like oh we're just gonna cancel this game and give everyone a refund for this other game yeah. that we cancel like that's crazy so um yeah. even disney wasn't like oh yeah we're gonna shut down this game and like they got disney money and they're not giving people refunds uh so yeah, yeah. I, I don't know i i feel like because people trust blizzard for better or worse um like i'm sure that i wonder if that includes stuff from uh like world of warcraft too like gold and whatnot because gold is basically bitcoin now or there's like wow coins mm-hmm. or whatever is buy like in-game currency with the real money and then you can use it to buy like subscription time or whatever yeah i don't know how it works uh but with the way like people are like oh overwatch does loot box as well because it's all cosmetic like maybe that stuff's a little expensive, especially because yeah. of duplicates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I've spent like probably maybe a hundred to one hundred and fifty dollars on like loot boxes in an Overwatch. Yeah, I think the I issue with uh, like thirty bucks. Yeah, I think the issue a lot with a lot of those, especially with people having issues, is when there are a lot of people where that might not necessarily be healthy spending for them, even if it is just cosmetic. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. And then also, uh, I think for a lot of Overwatch too, like I don't get mm-hmm. as into getting skins, or I, I mean, I haven't even been that active of an Overwatch player. But sometimes some of the limited skins, in particular, people are frustrated that it can yeah. be really tough to get the skin they want, even if you're playing all the time. And yeah, so you can't uh, really I'm... get it without paying money, and then yeah. it's the all of the dying. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I would not sit here and say, oh, loot boxes are good for the industry overall. Like, you know, keeping a studio open and not having to lay off people is good. And yeah. if that's one way they can do it, if they can do it without being shitty about it and exploiting people who are prone to overspending and gambling and things, you know, to just addicted to getting money and everything they can have, then I think it's okay. And when it's loot boxes or when it's like cosmetics, it's like you don't need the thing to get good at the game. Whereas in like Battlefront, getting those things actually improved like your character and like your abilities. So if you didn't have stuff, you were actually at a disadvantage if you didn't spend money, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. I, uh, I don't, and like, uh, what is it? Uh, Hearthstone. That's kind of built into the game model is mm-hmm. the like buying card packs and stuff. It's weird because they're digital, and so if they ever shut down Hearthstone, then there go all your cards. Yeah. Uh, and like they could leave it up and just like, hey, this is the game now. We're not gonna mess with it anymore. We might like patch it, but we're not gonna like put out more cards or update the game in any way. But I mean, good for Activision for making a lot of money despite putting out very few games. I um I have to say on like not to go too deep into the like loot boxes are or aren't gambling sort of stuff, but like uh I don't know there's there's a part of me that's no like I've always kind of had the opinion that you know people are responsible for moderating their own behaviour if that makes sense um and like addictive me- mechanisms in games are bad. But, like, you know, I, a friend of mine is an alcoholic and he doesn't go to the pub. Uh, and I know that it kind of sucks to be pushed out of one part of your hobby because you have that personality. But, I don't know, I think it's something that we have to consider as well is that, like, there is personal responsibility involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's becoming more and more prevalent, like, even in, like, single-player games, so it's... Right. I, th- I think that's the biggest issue, too, is it's it'd be one thing if it was like, you you know, you might not want to play a, some games, but I feel like it's becoming really common. Yeah, I think it's a really fine line. It's it could go really predatory, but it could. But right now it's innocuous enough to not be like terrible. I don't know. Mm-hmm. De- depending depending on the developer and the specific game, because yeah, know. like people do, yeah. well, they they look at Overwatch and they're like, oh yeah, that's the best way to handle it. But then like I look at Overwatch and I'm like, there's some things I don't like about the way they've done loot boxes, such as like you know they had the Halloween ones that now you can never ever get one of those skins even if you really really want to, and your computer was dead for those two weeks or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like, so they did yeah. well they brought back did they never bring back the halloween stuff i know they brought back like the summer olympics like, i'm they not brought, too like, sure the summer games ones so. i didn't follow that as closely as i should have but like i remember for a yeah. long time it was that way so yeah, if yeah, it has yeah. changed well, I'm not sure. right so overwatch came out 2015 right yeah 2015 yeah yes. and so like because so that summer was no ways of the next summer no they did like the summer olympics right maybe? rio was 2016 Okay. Yeah. Huh. Because well, they did the they did the winter or the summer Olympic or that was winter. What? 
I've got no because okay, soccer <laughs> World Cup. What was no? Because okay, yeah, because there's the tracer like runner like Olympic thing and like the Zarya weightlifting ones. Okay, yeah, those Just came. Sports. Yes, those came <laughs> back out at some point, like the next summer. Yeah, they did a re-release of those last summer. So okay, the Olympics in 2016, they put out the Summer Games skins. 2017, they put them back out, so you could get yeah. them again, I believe. So, did they not do a second set of Halloween skins? I, I don't think I ever got any of the Halloween skins because I was busy with like school and stuff at the time, so I didn't play. But yeah, and like, I mean, I, yeah. we're talking about like how you know maybe it's kind of bad, but those uh, Lunar New Year skins look pretty sick. But also, like Mercy's like dressed in like. Mercy was like a Swedish lady is dressed in like a traditional Chinese dress and stuff like that. So it's, mm. you get a lot of cr- criticism on like they blizzard has not been free of criticism on the way they costume their characters. And then they still go and do stuff like that. <laughs> like, you've got, um, yeah. You've got a Chinese character in your game. <laughs> I, I really like the way that um, Overwatch does it. And like, I think the reason for me that, uh, I like it is because they give you so much for free. Like every character is free, every mode is free. Yeah. Like, and I mean, this is after getting... you bought the game, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that's not the case with basically any other game that I could point to. Dota Two, like, yeah. Well, Dota Two is <laughs> that's a free game. Yeah. It's also horrible. No, it's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> I've never, I have not liked playing Dota 2 at any point. I'm a League of Legends boy. I have 5,000 hours in that game. <laughs> but, like, if we're talking about other shooters, like, let's go back to sure. the one that I can remember most recently, like, Evolve. Like, oh, sure. Evolve charged you for every character, for every monster, for every map. Yeah. No, the map, sorry, the maps were free, but everything else cost money. And, like, yeah. um,. You can even point to, like, Mario Kart, like, the new carts and the new tracks cost money. Or, and like... Fighting games. What was that one yeah, fighting game games. where every character cost money? Uh, what, there was Street Killer Fighter. Instinct. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, Street Fighter. Was Killer Instinct, when it came out, it was, there, there was the free version that had, like, a rotating character, kind of all the League of, League of Legends, and you could buy them individually. Yeah. Which or you could buy the mm. full game and get all of them unlocked. Which fight was it? Tekken Cross Street Fighter that had the gem system that everybody was really pissed about. Too? Yes, yes, it did. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't it Street Fighter Cross Tekken? The, yes, yeah, sorry. it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Tekken Cross Street Fighter never came out. Yeah, but now people want it because Akuma was cool in Tekken. Yeah. I guess. So yeah, there's it was very cool in Tekken. But yeah, so there's definitely examples of it being handled poorly. Yeah. Yeah. And like I don't know. I mean, like I feel like there's so much free content in Overwatch that like if they need to sell skins to the people who want to buy skins to fund that and like especially as well like i personally i'm i don't care as much about what my character looks like in that game i guess as you might do yeah. I, I might be an, I'm the outside opinion there but uh i think it's also that they're not just selling skins but they're selling loot boxes i feel like people would be a lot yeah. have lot different of an opinion if you could just see a skin that you wanted and it's two dollars and you bought it outright versus how to play the loot box lottery until i get it i don't need six may skins 
I, or you I don't need a, a a thousand sprays and no skins. I, yeah, I, I, I can, there are characters where I'm like, I've got like, I've got like all of the like high, like the upper tier skins for them. I'm like, what do I, what do I even do with these? I can't use them. I can't like switch mid match. I can't, you know. And but, uh. I always remember unlocking hundreds of Hanzo skins, and yeah. just like I don't like Hanzo and I don't play as Hanzo, so unlocking all these skins for a character I never used. Yeah, and I have no Zenyatta skins, and I played him every match. I've got so many Zenyatta skins that I never play him. What a shame. But yeah, it's and then there's yeah, uh, but at least the stuff isn't necessary to play the game. Yeah, and that's kind of where I fall on that. But I've I've definitely spent like lots of money on skins and like League of Legends and stuff. Uh, so. I don't know. I kind of get suckered in. I'm like, oh, I want my character to look cool like that. But I, I bought the when I got spent thirty pounds on uh, loot boxes in Overwatch. I got enough dust over accumulated from doubles to get the um, Hornet color Diva skin, and that was basically the only one I wanted. <laughs> so I <laughs> never bought a loot box after that. I think it's smart. I think I did the same thing with like the firefighter May. <laughs> yeah that's a very good skin yeah um yeah i keep meaning to rebuy overwatch actually i took i traded it in when i felt like i was done with it but i feel like i shouldn't be done with it i, I haven't think played, switched, though. i haven't played since before doomfist came out i should check that game same. out again but i'm not same. i don't have like a great setup for playing computer first person shooters in this apartment but yeah i was playing on ps4 anyway Anyway, I guess uh, on that lovely note of talking about cloot boxes and gambling, maybe we should uh, shut this bad boy down. Hold on, because... I got one quick thing to say. Oh, wait, wait, <laughs> is, it about, is it about Terry Crews and his, <laughs> his cooking channel? No, it's about Yakuza. Oh, sick. <laughs> you can um, buy the end of this podcast for two ninety nine. PayPal it to... <laughs> Stamp you stock. like Yakuza. <laughs> Um, yeah, because of four and five popped up on PlayStation Now randomly. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's cool, as hell. Um, cool. Yeah, so that might make me want to try PlayStation Now again. And now that I have stronger internet, except now that today it really hates me because I keep popping in and out of this. But the only uh, I really want to play Yakuza Dead Souls, which is the like zombie one, and like you fight I a tiger. Play the Fushido era one, the like super old version of Yakuza. Those on PlayStation now. Yeah, but that's pretty rad. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Let's see. Is that going to be coming to a stream near us soon? So wait, what is? Uh, Yeah, that's not yet because we're still doing Yakuza Zero. uh, Where are you in Yakuza Zero? Um, we are at chapter eleven. Sounds right to me. Ten or eleven. What's what's happening in the story? Um, I don't, I don't want to spoil it completely, but uh, for uh, like, yeah, like the brief synopsis for people who may have not watched your stream. Yeah, we I don't are the chapter numbers. Approximately, like we're running around with Makoto a little bit. Um, As Majima. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and somebody else 
who was with her before has died recently. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. I know where you are. And we're pretty much just grinding side quests, doing lots of pocket racing and, uh, the important you know, things. Whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> buying mushrooms from a guy. That, that <laughs> pocket racing side story actually gets pretty sad. Oh no. <laughs> How many hours you guys on? Oh, jeez. Hold on, let me ask Xavier if he knows. Babe! (laughs) Xavier, do you know how many hours we're in on Yakuza? Uh, let's say 50 plus. 50 plus, he said. That sounds right to me. (laughs) Okay. Uh, yeah, so... I'm never finishing that game, am I? (laughs) <laughs> it's long i mean you know if you mainlined it honestly it would yeah, we would have been done already probably but treat yeah. mr shakedown like a giant and an ass or like a <laughs> oh go on we've gotten mr shakedown a couple of times now what, what i hate about mr shakedown though is when he's down and like asleep like you find him in the world you just like you like pull like, you you can rob him but you like rob him like a hundred yen at a time mm. and it's so frustrating. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Just like slip one like bill out of his pocket <laughs> whenever he's down. And the thing is, a hundred yen is only like is like the size of a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> so you're pulling coins out of his like clothes, yeah. just like the folds in his jacket. <laughs> but you know that game is still super good, and if you'd like to watch me play it, you can do that. <laughs> You can hey. watch Xavier play it on twitch.tv/slash zupadupa. Um, and we will be doing that probably like an hour, an hour and a half. Exciting. Yeah. I'm probably going to go to bed now because it's pretty late. But where can people find you? You can find me in the bed. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me uh, under at SGCH on Twitter and Instagram. And also, you can follow my cats if you like. They're Barry underscore and underscore. Do they pay for sponsorship? <laughs> underscore. <laughs> underscore brothers. And uh, they have officially sponsored this episode. Where's my cut? Uh, I, I deal with the finances. Uh, you're just talent. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Going back to show. Your cat turds are in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I bought that the bullshit from Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping it wasn't actual bullshit, but. <laughs> Speaking of bullshit, where can we find you on the internet, Andre? Uh, oh. Ouch. Uh, you can find me at Real Sand Girl 42069. <laughs> Uh, on my free cams at coolsaw c o o l s l four w on Twitter and cray underscore dre d r e on what's the Instagram the buds what the buds who is that someone talking buds what Alex, where can we Google you? Google. You can go to Google and you can find me there oh. probably. And apparently, or hopefully soon, you will be able to find this podcast on iTunes and or Google Play because that is in submission. Can I use Ask Jeeves? Yeah. Come on. You can try. Yeah, 
Can I ding you? Uh, this week, if you want to find me in real life, I'll be in the mountains. So, oh, yeah, going full Justin Timberlake. What? His like new album sounds like that's a cool. Bonnie Bear album. That album not very good. It's pretty underwhelming. Yeah. That's I thought it was quite bad. Uh, yeah, there are some things on it that I like enough, but overall, yeah, I was disappointed. Also, that Super Bowl performance, pretty disappointing. I had people tell me, like, oh, it's good. I know you like Trust the Timberlake, so you should watch it. And I watch it. I'm like, this is real bad uh, mm-hmm. for him. This is real subpar. Did you now, uh, see Austin's tweet about him being dressed as a Far Cry 5 NPC? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. It's extremely good. But yeah. Inaccurate. Um, it's, it's not wrong. But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing this podcast finally on the iTunes and finally on the Google Play because it has Allison on it. And where do you find Allison? Oh. Hey, yeah. uh, you can find me on Twitter at W R I T E R S E R E N Y T Y. And I promise I'm looking for a more user friendly <laughs> username. <laughs> Is your name taken? <laughs> Yes, but I don't want it to be my name, so... Uh, speaking of uh, finding people on the internet, <laughs> Erica, where can we find you? Oh, uh, the Twitch stream I just said a little bit ago. Um, you could also listen to my other podcast, which is uh, called Tempered Expectations. And it's my husband and I talking mostly about video games and wrestling. So mostly New Japan, but also NXT and occasionally WWE pay-per-views. <laughs> we should uh, pop one of your episodes in our feed and vice versa. Uh, yeah, we have it now. To listen. I try to uh, I try to plug this one every one of my other podcasts that we do. <laughs> yeah, cross pollinate. Yeah. So yeah, iTunes and SoundCloud, I think, are the two places you can find. No GMO podcasts. If um if anyone is interested, also I will be tweeting a lot, probably about Black Panther this week, as I'm seeing on Tuesday. Ooh. Keeps that out of my feed. You get not out here till the end of the month. Wow, you get to watch a good movie in theaters. I'm jealous. Yeah, we usually get Marvel movies like three, four weeks early, but we're getting it like four days early. It's very upsetting for me. You're getting it all like three weeks before me. I don't get it till March 1st. Oh, which is weird because well, four came out at the same time here, so I don't know. You got, uh, you guys are gonna gotta wait for when I start talking about Infinity War, which every Avengers movie has come out almost a month early in the UK. <laughs> Wait, IMDb Black Panther is a 6.8. Ooh. It was 99% on Rotten Tomatoes last time I looked. 98 right now, 86 on Metacritic. This sums up on IMDb. <laughs> uh, wow. There was a whole campaign to review bomb it. Yeah, yeah. 50 Shades Freed is 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, that's generous. Are you that surprised, though? <laughs> no. Yeah, that movie should be a 69%. Yeah, you're right. No. Nice. <laughs> and on that fantastic note, let's end this podcast before we all burn down in flames. Is that because your girlfriend, your wife, is threatening to like light you on fire for being up so late, keeping her out? No, she's actually not threatening me at all this week. I've not got, not got any text messages or anything. <laughs> got a notification from Crunchyroll. <laughs> 
I'm going to send Alex some McElroy Brothers related links. Thank you. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Great times. <laughs>